Good morning. You're listening to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. I'm at Greenville in Chicago, and I'm with George Bandy, the Vice President of Commercial Marketing with Mohawk. George, how you doing? I'm doing great. You know, it's got a different sound to it. Last time I spoke to you, you were head of sustainability, and you wear that hat as well, don't you? Yes, sir. I'm wearing two hats right now, and I'm humbled and honored to have an opportunity and the privilege to serve the company in this route. Yeah, congratulations on the expanded role. So I guess you have more people working with you because it's more than one person can do, right? Absolutely. I've got a tremendous team on both sides, and they are an amazing group of people who really are focused on the industry and moving the industry in such a strategic way and having both of them together has been very beneficial to the business as well so we're excited about the direction that we're headed how many years has it been since you came over to mohawk it's year two going into three so i'm excited about it you were just recognized for a lifetime achievement award with the usgbc right yeah that's going to be going down this afternoon i'm just humbled at the opportunity to be able to receive an award like this with the names that have received it before me i'm grateful that they've seen the work that we've done and it's it's the stuff that occurs behind the scenes is when nobody's looking. It's the committee meetings and uh, the leveraging of positioning and listening to customers. That's actually been great for me, and I've enjoyed the experience and the ride. Well, congratulations on winning that award. I think it's probably well-deserved. Let me ask you, this new uh, Mahesh, I guess is his name, that's yes. run, running things, and, and you know him pretty well, right? Yes, yes. Mahesh is a great guy. He's uh, very humble. He brings an IT experience around Lenovo, and uh, uh, he also has a very committed role. He was the CFO uh, underneath uh, Rick's leadership mm-hmm. uh, before inheriting this new role. And uh, Mahesh does a really good job of looking at that international expansion. He brings a very focused set of guidelines for looking at that international footprint that they're able to have as it relates to lead and the expansion of USGBC uh, globally. So as you expand your role, you still stand in touch with them, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. I work with the team uh, on both uh, local and uh, global opportunities to be able to understand kind of what's happening in the marketplace. And it keeps me in tune. I think a lot of the educational opportunities that are made available and uh, connectivity that's made available at shows and at regional events that they're doing and working with his team and understanding what the trends are in the marketplace are beneficial for the industry in so many different ways. I missed the opening planetary this morning, but I understand they started talking about how far we've moved since give a hoot, don't pollute. And, you know, this show, when it came out, it was first talking mostly about recyclability and less energy usage. And that's evolved into more about wellness and mindfulness, right? Yeah, it's a lot about uh, health and wellness because it shifted from just sustainability for the building's sake to sustainability for people's performance, attracting and retaining talent, considerations for health and wellness, looking at connections to community, because those things actually influence 90% of what's in the building, and that's people's salaries, their health care benefits, their ability to be retained, their productivity in the workplace. And then the other 10% is like rent and energy and those costs. So if you look at uh, what's actually the most significant ROI in the building, it's the people. And so that's why you've seen this shift. If you can remember when asbestos came out, a lot of people don't know this, but asbestos was the only fire retardant that we had. And so it was before sprinkler systems. So when people are always like, oh, what the hell were they doing thinking about putting asbestos in the building? It was because it was a fire retardant. It was designed to protect the building. I think that now we just got a different filter. We're designing buildings to protect the people, enhance their ability to be able to be well and healthy, and then be able to bring more productivity and attract and retain better talent inside those organizations. And companies are being able to see that. That's why biophilic design and some of these other trends in the marketplace have become so evident in the way that we look at what we do inside of our facilities. Food 
food is being impacted on the types of foods that we're bringing into the space. And I think that these up and coming millennials and Gen Z's are also having some influence over that because they're living that way. They're asking for that when they come to a place of work. They're choosing places of work based on the types of things that you're doing to make it valuable to them as well. So you've got a new army to drive, don't you? Oh, yes, sir. I'm excited about it, too. <laughs> I, I, I call myself a perennial. I think I just keep reinventing myself and popping up like a flower every year. So what are the challenges that Mahesh is looking to address in the next year or two? I think that Mahesh is doing a really good job of looking at creating consistency, but also growing at the same time and looking at performance-based type of initiatives to look at how we measure things within the lead space. And by doing that, you're able to see things more real time and you're able to be able to give good feedback as people begin to evolve and make adaptations inside of their facilities to address their people's needs and how they're able to enhance those spaces for those folks as well. I think that his inclusion for thinking about the health and wellness and the people component of the building is a significant move, especially for the industry that has traditionally been more about the environmental and the economic aspect. This social aspect is one, as it connects to people, is one that's become very, very tangible and people are getting excited about it. You know, one of the concerns I have, I, mean, I understand why we need third-party certification because, you know, it's the fox garden in-house. I mean, we need some other entity to tell us what we're doing, especially along this transparency line. But there's been so many firms that are doing it now, and it's like we're spending a lot of effort around documentation where if we had maybe one all-encompassing system, it would be easier for us to focus on less embodiment of carbon and changing the way we make things. What do you think about that? Well, I'll say this. If you can remember back when LEED first got started and Bream and some of the others that were early adopters, the reason why it was so significant is because we had sick building syndrome. When I was hired back at UT Houston back in the early 90s, it was because we had buildings with Legionnaire's disease and mold infestation. You know, So if you think about where LEED started and where the industry is now, it has evolved and you've seen more and more players come into place well and living building and fit well and mm-hmm. some of these other players come into Cradle the building. Cradle, yeah. There's competition in the marketplace yeah, right. and that's always a good thing uh-huh. because you don't have a one source and people always feel like they are locked into one particular source. But I'll say this, that if you look at the buildings that have been built since like 2010, they surpassed the lead criteria that was set at the first stage. And so that in and of itself probably would never have happened if we don't create this pathway. So I think a lot of times people are reluctant to say like, well, why do we have to do this? But if you don't have that initial phase, then you don't have these healthier buildings for the least of these and the measurement of how it is increasing productivity. Like all of these things have occurred. And I don't think that we know the significance or the impact of them just yet. So I think that the rigorousness and by which we're continuing to move down this pathway and raising the bar is important. Because I think that it does continue to push us as technology increases and we learn more about things, then you do need to make evolutions and change. So I'm excited about some of the driving forces in the industry. And I think that some of the competition is good. I think that it does get a little fatigued from time to time. I think that we've got to figure out a way to have a stronger voice and allow more collaboration between the big three, as I like to call them. And I'd like to see us move in that direction. But I don't know how soon that will happen. But I think that it will. I think that they all acknowledge this and they're able to create 
integrated performance system that will allow you to be able to cross-pollinate all three. Your space here, it looks like you've got most of the products across all sectors, right? Yes, sir. We're trying to speak to our residential customers as well as our commercial customers. And of course, we're still leaving in better as we put our message out to our customers and trying to enhance that whole resumercial feel. Uh, we've got our Dow Tile partner as well as our hard service partner and our soft service and carpet tile. And so we're excited about that. And if you look on one side, it's a dandelion that you're blowing the seeds off of. If you go on the other side, it's a field of dandelions as we begin to cross-pollinate our message and get our sustainability message out to the masses and be able to share our compassion and our vision for what a uh, sustainable future looks like across all of our brands and all of our product solutions. All right, George, it's great to catch up with you. And again, congratulations on your promotion and all your awards. Again, we're talking to George Bandy, the Vice President of Commercial Marketing at Mohawk, and you've been listening to Kempar and Floridaily.net.